It's 2021, the world is still loco and the UK is back in lockdown. But football lives on and so do we. Join us for a jam-packed hour as we try to make sense of the next two game weeks, firing blanks and doubling down. Let's go! Hello and welcome to, I don't know what episode number it is because it's a new year and who knows, it's an episode number of the third season of Fantasy Football Hangover and I am joined here by Rob and Rich. Hey guys. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> We've got to reference the strange background noise that you might occasionally hear, which yeah. is down your end, isn't it? I'm not recording in Gaza, I am just in my in my bedroom and there seems to be fireworks going off outside it's just a casual sunday firework display in lockdown i thought there was a a military coup in onestead yeah or it sounds a bit like someone just punching a wall are you sure you can't (laughs) see your hands (laughs) no i looked outside i looked outside and there's definitely fireworks it's a beautiful display Uh, i wish you could see it listeners instead you can just hear it um i wonder what they're celebrating yeah i don't know yeah, 10th of January, it's not a particularly special day, is it? No, well, they're going hard now. Anyway, Happy New Year. You could have just claimed you got them out for us, Well, mm. in a while. Yes, it, it has been that, it's been that long and uh, lockdown has been that terrible that we're just celebrating this. Sorry. No, as the three of us, it's probably been a, a full calendar month, hasn't it? I think so, yeah. We had our two, two special episodes in December and uh, now here we are, 10th of Jan midway through or very nearly the end of the FA Cup weekend and ahead of the probably the most complicated two game weeks that um, we've seen in many years on FPL, game week 18 and 19. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Gives you something to focus on though, doesn't it? All that uh, idle time we've got stuck indoors, we can focus on how we're going to navigate blank, then double. Yeah, this this couple of weeks will sort the wheat from the chaff, whatever that means. (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean something about farming <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah are you feeling wheaty or chaffy i'm more on the chaff side actually at the moment but it can change on a daily basis how about you rob yeah i've chaffed my pants so. <laughs> uh, yeah i i'm just i mean if villa and spurs goes ahead i'm probably all right but if that doesn't because there are rumors our old friend COVID might interrupt that fixture. Then I'm ruined. Then I've got about five players. So, yeah, we can get into that more later. But it is it's an interesting one and, and keeps everyone on their toes, like you say. Absolutely. Well, should we, uh, without further ado, should we kick off with 6 and 60? Right, Rob, kick us off. Okay, so I've gone for Man City's Ilke Gundogan, uh, 5.4 million, 1.3% owned, started the last four, was rested in the cup game, and he scored or assisted in three of his last four games. And then I've gone for a bit of a punt, West Ham's Mikel Antonio, who's back from injury, 
6.2 million, 2% owned, nothing in 18, but two fixtures in 19 that are very good. Go well. Right then, I have gone for Raheem Sterling. Uh, City have three games all at home and City might be back as a good side. But the most important thing is he has 7.6% ownership, which is ridiculous. And then bear with me on this one. It's a boring one. Martinez at Villa. He will play all three games barring COVID, and you're going to get a load of save points against three very dangerous sides. There are no better cheap options out there. Rich, I've left you low time. None at all. So I'm going Joe Cancelo, three games, playing loads. And Bukayo Saka, only got two games, but he's just Arsenal's best player by a country mile. 27 points his last three games. Stop! Uh, that was good. <laughs> sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I don't know if that was me going I over. I, but... I ran over by a few seconds, didn't I? Yeah. I think um, you can share the blame. Yeah. Team I effort. Did, in I all impact. Slightly short though, because Mickey Antonio, his double game week fixtures for 19 at Burnley and West Brom, which I didn't get around to mentioning, which yeah. is definitely making West Ham fairly appealing looking two game weeks ahead. Yeah, it is. It's man, it's it's a very tricky spell, and we we'll get into this, but um there are there are four sides playing three times, and then there are a bunch of sides, I think, I don't know how many, playing in both weeks. And then there are certain teams that only have the double game week. Yes. It's all very complicated. And we will get into, what we'll do is sort of break down game week 18 for you and then break down game week 19 for you, just so we can uh, kind of assess what we're going to do. But there's definitely some chips to be played Yeah. And I think um, one headline that came out, well, and it, it could still be, a valid transfer for game week 19 with the two fixtures, but Pep did say this afternoon that Sterling um, isn't up to match fitness at the moment, which is why he was rested today. That, then again, that could mean in three or four days when they play that he's fine, right? Yeah, I saw that. And look, he's obviously not going to play 90 minutes of all three games. But even if he does play 45 minutes a game or just plays a couple of the games, he's... It's Raheem Sterling, and although he's not had an amazing season thus far, City did look good. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I was toying between sort of him and De Bruyne to tip, and obviously Gundogan's had a good good couple of a good good one couple of weeks. <laughs> that didn't really make sense, but uh, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I'm certain Sterling will start on on Wednesday. Yeah, you know, he didn't play. He didn't, did he even come off the bench in the cup? I think he did. No, he didn't, no. no. so he's he's just, he's a shoe in start and home fixture. Against Brighton, all three home fixtures: Brighton, Palace, Villa. I mean, that is such a good lineup for City, isn't it? Yeah, even if he only plays ninety minutes and one forty-five minutes, you still fancy he could get a few goals. Yeah, Brighton, who just just don't really ever look like winning a game. They don't really score many, and then Palace, who just kind of are so inconsistent. Rob, I mean, you know more about yeah. them, obviously. And then Villa, Villa are obviously doing great, and and they were unlucky against United in the last game week. But um, you can't see them overcoming City, can you? I think it's high. Yeah, it's highly unlikely. It feels like there's goals in all those games as well, even if they might. I do like you know Man City have got decent defensive options, but you think they're going to score a few? Yeah, it's just the budget thing, isn't it? I was toying with our old friend Maurice Salah being. Um, ditching him for De Bruyne but De Bruyne but I, I don't know that I always get burnt when I do that and Liverpool got a double game week coming up as well haven't they so 
And he's a he's a big game player, Mo, isn't he? You kind yeah. of fancy they've got obviously it's United Liverpool, isn't it? And you fancy he'll turn up for the big game. And they've got a home fixture to Burnley. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be really reluctant to drop Mo. And um, Saka's a good shout as well. It feels like he's one of those players. I've had him in and out on my team a few times. I think maybe we all have. Um, and he's, I always seem to get him at the wrong time. But he looks like a regular starter and like playing really well. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just um, Arteta's just switched him over to the right flank, and his link-up play with Bellerin has been brilliant. And I think Emil Smith Rowe being in the team has given him a bit more creative freedom. He's uh, he's returned twenty-three points in his last three games, Saka, including. I think it was two goals and two assists. So he's in just red hot form. And 5.3 million just means you can do so much more elsewhere with, with the extra cash. What do you think about Smith Rowe that you just mentioned? He's he's 4.4 million, right? Yeah, and he's been he's been brilliant. I wonder he he might rotate a little bit. I mean, Willian's back after COVID, even though he has been performing terribly. So I I just don't think he's as assured at the minutes. But when he plays, he's like he's incredibly positive and he's always in and around the box. You know, he scored in the cup against Newcastle as well. So he's definitely, I don't know if he's an option for free hits so much, but I think going forward as a long-term option, I don't think Arsenal will sign big in January. So I think his place in the side is, is going to be ongoing. Yeah, William, William looks like he's had COVID all season, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. He had, I mean, there's a lot of Arsenal fans and Arsenal fans do tend to, to react extremely and quickly. But a lot of talk, he could be the worst signing Arsenal ever made. And as as, as a man who's grown up watching uh, Igor Stepanovs and Pascal Sigan, that's quite a bold claim. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You know, he at least, he scored in his first game, didn't he? Or did he score two? Yeah, yeah he, he scored, played pretty well against Fulham. He played well against Fulham. But every single other game, he's been absolutely diabolical. I think I saw. I think I maybe had him after that game. I think I was like, "Oh, William, brilliant! I'm going to bring him in." He ended last last season really well for Chelsea, didn't he? It was one of them where you're looking as a Chelsea fan, or Chelsea fans would have been looking, going, "Why are we getting rid of him? He's our best player." But obviously, I don't know. Maybe they knew something we didn't. Maybe maybe he just played well so he could get a good contract. Yeah, plays well when it's warm. Um, Fair weather. Hello. Yeah, Arsenal signed him up on a three-year contract as well, so I think that he's kind of he's there for the long term. But so the, the teams that play in game week eighteen and play twice in game week nineteen are the teams that I guess a lot of people will target if you've got a couple of transfers or you're doing a free hit or a wild card. So they are Manchester, yeah, 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 United and City, and then Burnley and Villa. Is that right? Yeah, that's so, right. I, I did a bit of a look into. To all four teams. But um, yeah, so Villa have got Spurs at home, Everton at home and Man City away. Burnley have United at home, West Ham away, Liverpool away. City have Brighton at home, Palace at home, Villa at home and United have Burnley away, Liverpool away, Fulham away. So those are their fixtures. And then so maybe we should go through side by side and see if you guys are looking at any of their players. So let's, let's kick off with Villa uh, in the alphabets. They come first. So <laughs> are you looking at anyone? I'm, I, I, the sort of obvious people would be, you know, Jack Grealish, I guess, uh, Ollie Watkins. A- a- anyone leap out to you guys? I mean, I've had my, Matt Target most of the season and he's been pretty consistent. They returned quite a few clean sheets. So he's a good one. I think a lot of people have Martinez, don't they? Yeah, um, I've, I've got Martinez and I've got Conza, who 
has just been killing me because ever since I've had him, they've kept clean sheets, but he's only played 45 minutes of about four games. Oh, so I'm sticking with him. And then El Ghazi's been a guy in form, right? Who's still pretty cheap. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be tempting. And and yeah, Watkins, I mean, they're, they're just a really positive team, aren't they? It's, um, they, they could have, a, if they have one or two surprise results in those three fixtures, you want to have a couple of players at least, I'd say. Yeah, they've got a tough run. I mean, that's why I'm looking at, you know, Martinez is a, is a shoe-in for me. Obviously, he's going to play all three and, you know, he will get save points. I can't really see any clean sheets. So, um, you know, defensively, I mean, I love Matty Cash. He's a former Forest player. And uh, although he's not necessarily going to get any clean sheets, his pass, I don't know if you've seen him much, but his passing is just so yeah. good. It's so pinpoint. And he's getting more and more, like, goal opportunities in terms of, uh, you know, assist opportunities, I should say. And then also he's more looking more and more confident in front of goal too. Like he had a couple more of really like good chances. Well, have you noticed that when you're watching a game, if he's around the box, like him and Grealish, it's the hair's getting quite similar. <laughs> the they, they most have, have the same sunbed. I'm just going to crack open a beer. So it's a big one. Oh, hey, nice. Actually, on, on Villa, I read somewhere that Ross Barkley might be in contention for the midweek games as well. Oh, which, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting because even if he doesn't, even if you don't pick him, the way him and Grealish were linking up before, like him coming back will enable Grealish to create Exactly, more. yeah. He has a positive effect on the team. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I think if you're going to get any of those players, uh, you know, probably if you don't have Martinez, then what are you doing? Um, yeah. And then Grealish... Cash, maybe Watkins. Uh, yeah, as you say, uh, J- John McGinn and uh, El Ghazi, really cheap midfield options as well there. Yeah, El Ghazi's been great. I just, I'm a bit wary, you know, like when you jump on that player the week after they've had their little run. That's mm. my only reticence with El Ghazi. Tough fixtures though. Spurs, Everton and City. I mean, it, those are really tough for Villa. If they can come through those games with, let's say, four points, then that's a really, I would say that's a really good run for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next in the alphabet, Burnley. This will be yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, because I mean, the most probably the highest scoring player. Yeah, he is the highest scoring player so far, and at the end of the season, it's going to be Pope, isn't it, the keeper? But he's five point four, which is pretty expensive. I mean, they have kept a few clean sheets, but who's going to throw five point four at him at the moment? You, I feel like this stage of the season. I guess if you're playing your wild card, you might want to do it, but. Yes, but that, those three fixtures. I mean, United, West Ham, Liverpool. All those teams score goals for fun. I yeah. just can't yeah, see any then, clean sheets. But then Liverpool have struggled against those defensive teams lately, haven't they? West Brom, Newcastle, Southampton. They have struggled to score against those solid teams. And yeah, you kind of think, well, how long will that last? You know, they'll probably crack it. But I don't know. I don't know. He might. He might be worth it. But yeah, Burnley's. Tough one, maybe a cheap defender. If you yeah, Char- Charlie Taylor, if he's back, for, I know he's a bit of an injury doubt at the moment, but if he's back, he's always been a, a consistent scorer. And if they can keep a clean sheet against Liverpool, as you say, and then maybe Chris Wood, if you want a cheap striker, but I don't know. Six million. Yeah, there's better options out there, I'd say, you know. Um, yeah, he's 6.2. Yeah. yeah it, I mean Ben Ben Mee is only 4.9 which is fairly reasonable and he's sort yeah. of his return has really coincided with their defensive mm. stability. And he is he's good in the air. I think did he scored last week in the Premier League or the week before. I think he got a goal from a set piece which you know him and Tarkovsky always danger. 
I mean, not for me, but if you're if you're looking there, Pimor well, yeah, Taylor, I think, are the ones. And United don't keep that many clean sheets, do they? No, United don't. Although more recently they've been looking a bit more consistent defensively, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be I don't know. I think if you've got a wild card or a free hit, maybe maybe you'll go for one player. But I don't think you go for more than that. No, no. Um, all right. Next up in the alphabet is Manchester City. Uh, <laughs> so um, look, at the moment, I've got in my team. I've got John Stones, and I have just brought in Gundogan ahead of my free hit. I don't know if that actually works, but I've done that so that, that he's in, so that he's in my team. Yeah, literally. No. Um, <laughs> so I've brought him in. And then I'll play my free hit, and then hopefully he'll. Be, therefore, he'll be in my team for the double game week. Is what I'm thinking. Um, that oh, makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So stones for me. I mean, he's cheap. Seven percent ownership. Back on form. Form yeah. of his life. I'd say he's doing so well. And um, you could you could easily see City keeping. Um, at least two clean sheets in those three games. You know, Brighton, Palace, Villa. You could see it being all three. So, I think that's that's a, a good good bet there. And Ruben Diaz is he fit? Is he what's going on with Diaz? Yeah. So yeah, he, he played in the cup today. I think we mentioned earlier Sunday we were recording, and he actually came off at half time, and Stones came on, which I would suggest is a good sign. Um, as did. Cancelo came off at half time and De Bruyne came off at half time. Yeah. So you hope they're signs that they are being rested and preserved slash kept match fit. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Uh, yeah, we talk a lot about the Pep Roulette, don't we? But yeah, I, I've already got Cancelo. I'm tempted by Stones or Gun. Gun how do you say it? Gundugan. Gundugan. Gundogan. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he's been he's been brilliant. Um, for, 33, po- 33 points in four games mm-hmm. uh, for Gundogan. Um, so I think he's a great little punt. Um, you know, if he starts even a couple of those games or gets you know forty five minutes, thirty minutes in a couple, then what about the moment Foden? he's he's yeah, played fo- three games in a row, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Foden's. I, I, oh, sorry, I, go on. Pe- no, I, it's, look. When he plays, he he's brilliant. But will will Pep play him? I just he, God, I just can't, never know. Yeah, I think I think the fact he played ninety minutes in the cup means he's on the bench midweek. So mm. if you're going to pick one of the two, go Gundogan. And he's I don't how much is Gundogan? He must be five point four, I think. Yeah, five point four. I mean, yeah. So yeah. cheap. I think if you're yeah if you're wild carding or, or even free hitting, actually, he, he's kind of a shoe in, isn't he? Yeah. Because he and it doesn't matter if he doesn't play for five point four million. It really doesn't matter. Which is, I guess, the same with yeah. It's the same with Foden. Foden's pretty cheap. So if if he doesn't play, it's not the end of the world as long as you've got a good bench. Um, and then I guess you've obviously got to look at Sterling and and De Bruyne. Um, one or one or the other. You're very unlikely to be able to afford both. Um, yeah, and Oh, it's all going to be, you know, whether anyone gets rested or injured, I guess, is the punt, isn't it? But I feel like he rotates Sterling more than De Bruyne. Does that sound right? I yeah, he does. Yet. And then De Bruyne was back with a goal and an assist in the last game, wasn't he? So, uh, and, a, yeah. and, a, and a goal from open play as well, because pr- prior to that, he'd only ever scored this season from the spot. So, um, you know, it, that's a good sign for him. Uh, and then what do you think about Aguero? Oh, that would be such a glorious punt if you got it right, wouldn't it? 
Um, I'm tempted. I don't think, yeah, I can see it because Jesus started the cup game, didn't he? But Aguero's back in full training and but he's, you know, like you say, he only plays 60 minutes. He's likely it's a COVID score. thing, isn't it, for Aguero? Hasn't he been near someone that's got COVID? But again, we that, all? that's can the five-day thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. For footballers, that's five days, isn't it? So mm. he could play, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Aguero would be a great little punt if you're having if you want to have a bit of a fun, fun time, fun time free hit, then that's the way to go. <laughs> and then uh onto the Reds, the Manchester Reds. Yeah. Um obviously Bruno Fernandez is a must-have. Phil Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Rashford's been playing out of his skin last few weeks. Um, Rashford, 32 points in the last five games, four goals in that time. Um obviously Bruno on pens, assists, goals. I mean, yeah, I, I would say if you don't have him already, then get him. Um and then yeah. I'm actually looking at Wan Basaka. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good shout. Yeah. He finally got his first assist of the season last last game week, and um, uh, yeah, I get you know they've got good fixtures. So Burnley and Fulham, uh, so could get clean sheets in those as well as potential for assists. So um, yeah, I'm gonna for the first time since he signed for United, I'm gonna get one Bissaka, I think, but just on a free hit, I should say that. Okay. What, so have a guess how many what percentage owned is Fernandez? Over Golf. fifty, surely. Yeah, I was gonna say forty-seven, forty-eight. Yeah, it's fifty-three point three percent at the moment. Is he the most owned? I think he's gotta be, hasn't he? he must be. I'll have a quick look. Maybe yeah. so, maybe Son might be most owned, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. he's gotta be up there, hasn't he? Mm. Um, okay, or, yeah, Mart- or Martinez might be the most owned. I mean now now that um uh, McCarthy was COVIDed, wasn't he? So, oh, yeah, no, it's Son is 63.4. Yeah, and I just then, sold Son, so <laughs> and then Fernandez closely followed by Calvert Lewin uh, in terms uh. of percentage. But yeah, it's Man United, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because for years they were just you never knew who to get after Ronaldo and Rooney disappeared, and and now they've got a great midfielder, but even defensively or up front, it's, it's a tough one to call. But I think Rashford. He's one of those players that's, what is he, 9.6 now? 9.6. Yeah, and now he's a midfielder as well. So you can, you know, it means you've got space for uh, Aguero up front and whoever else you want, Chris Wood. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the other um, cheap way into their defence is Lindelof, who's back from injury, mm. who's only 4.8 and does seem to play a lot when he's fit. I mean... That's a bit of a punt on clean sheets, but you know, four point eight for a Man United player with a double game, it isn't bad. Um, I'm st- I'm still is who's playing left back for them? Is it still Luke Shaw or is Tellez come in? Because yeah, I thought when they signed Tellez, oh, he might be a quite a good option. A Brazilian international left back always feels like basically sharing it. Yeah, it's, it alternates. Like Shaw has ninety minutes every other game week at the moment. Yeah, they're like divorced divorce parents with the kids. They're sharing the left back yeah. position. Shaw's only 4.8 and Tellers is 5.5. So That's again. quite a lot of 5.5, isn't it? Yeah. Shaw's yeah. just one of those players. Whenever I see him pop up and get an assist or a goal, I'm like, ah, oh, I should have got him, but I just can't bring myself to sign him. Yeah. He does take corners and free kicks, doesn't he, when he's playing? So He does. Bit of a punt. Yeah. Interesting. But no matter when you sign him or how you sign him, you'll never outperform Gary's Bellens 
which was a, oh, a yeah. triple to, triple to captained be, him, didn't they? Was that the first game of last, last season? season? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Gary's Bellens, amazing. Yeah, he scored maybe a goal and an assist or something. And yeah, I think and a clean sheet possibly yeah, as well. Yeah. Remarkable Inspired. Stuff. So obviously blank game week 18 that is the what's coming next and there's different different tactics even just in between us but um me and rich are both playing our free hit i haven't actually clicked mine yet have you clicked yours no me neither i'm kind of waiting till the last minute just to see what covid does but if it does if it doesn't well if i don't play my free hit i think i'm probably only playing six players which yeah, see, I've got eight. It's got to happen. I've got eight players that can play. So I'm toying with it and I'm just sort of, I'll, I'll click it at the last minute. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then Rob, you're not playing your free hit, are you? Not at the moment. So it's six teams playing, isn't it? At the moment, I've got nine players and I've got two transfers in the bank. So I, I could plausibly get 10 or 11 because unfortunately I've got uh, your friend, Rich Martinelli, uh, in my team, he, he looked like he could be a good cheap shout because he was playing up front as a midfielder and he was 4.9 or something. And then he got injured in the warm up, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, oh, he got it injured really in the tragic, doesn't it? A professional sports person getting injured in the warm up just feels a bit like slipping yeah. over on dog shit on the way to work. But... <laughs> I got I got really really excited about his return because he, he made such a big impact when he played against Chelsea, I think. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you get really excited and you forget, actually, he's been out for 18 months. Of course, he's going to be gradually phased back into the team when he's a young player. And you always suffer with a lot of muscular injuries after quite a serious injury. So I think I, I at that game week, I should have just brought Saka back in and I'd be laughing now. But um, that's some surgery for next week. Mm. Long term, though, Martinelli is a, um, will be a really good option if he gets fit again. Well, let's start there. I mean, Arsenal, Arsenal versus Palace... Um, I mean, if you were free hitting, then maybe tripling up on Arsenal talent would be the way to go. I'm, I think I'd look at Tierney, Sacco and Lacazette for me. Those would be my three. Um, and then maybe from Palace, I'd look at Zahar if I have the space. But um, uh, yeah, you know, so Palace, Palace haven't kept a clean sheet away yet this season. So Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? It's difficult to predict at the moment, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of Arsenal goals and I don't know, maybe Palace nick one at best. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think Tierney, Tierney looks good as well, doesn't he? Which, since you got rid of him, he's been playing really well. <laughs> yeah, he really, really has, yeah. Amazingly, he's thrived in a kind of orthodox left-back role. I'm sure you all saw him um, out training, out warming up for the West Brom game in the in the driving snow in his short sleeves. Yeah, it's nice. To, it's nice to have a player with a sensible haircut who tucks his shirt into his shorts and plays in short sleeves in the snow. Yeah, um, no tattoos as well, or none that are visible. No, nah, carries his goods around in a, a Tesco bag. He's a yeah, yeah. He's a he's a sturdy Scottish lad, isn't he? He's a good yeah. good boy. He's a, there was actually a good stat from. Um, from that West Brom game I, that I read about Saka, who's obviously, Will mentioned one of the people you consider from Arsenal, saying he's the first player born after Sam Allardyce first managed in the Premier League to score against a Sam Allardyce team. 
So there you go. Really? Great, great stats, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they're, they're, you're spot on with those three from Arsenal, Will. Uh, Lacazette has looked rejuvenated now. There's players around him. He can do his running for him. Saka's been our best player all season. And Tierney is, well, keeping clean sheets and getting assists. So, yeah, I think they're, they're the ones I'd look at. Yeah. And then if you're not free hitting, then they've got Newcastle the following week, Arsenal. So that's a you know, having those three could be a really good idea. If, you, if you're playing your wild card or if you've got a couple of free free transfers to use, then, you know, I think Arsenal's form, they are the new, um, what are they, the new Chelsea and Chelsea are the new Arsenal? Let's yeah, go with that. Yeah, role reversal, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think definitely load up on Arsenal if you can because they, they've got some nice fixtures um, and, and look very much in form. Sorry, go on. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say on the other side of the coin, sorry, Rich, but is, is Tottenham, who are also in pretty good form. And I think game week 19, they've got Sheffield United, haven't they? So, yes. So, so, yeah, Spurs are next on my list, actually, because they've got Villa, Villa away in the blank game week. So, um, and then, yeah, as you say, they've got Sheffield United, who are appalling. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> if you're looking at Villa v Spurs for your free hits, then I'd avoid defenders because I think there could be goals. Uh, and then I guess if you don't have them already, then Son and Kane would obviously be your your choices. And then I guess we talked about Villa, but because um, they're playing three times, but uh, you know Grealish from there would be a, an obvious choice. Um, I guess, Rich, you're obviously not looking at any Spurs players, but uh, are you looking at any Villa players from from for that game? I'll stick with Grealish for sure, because he's just, I think he always turns up in the big games and he's just always going to deliver. He's kind of like a season keeper, actually, Villa, uh, Grealish now. Um, probably just him, I think. Spurs, yeah. obviously not under any circumstances, but... Um, and then I didn't even mention Martinez because he's just for me. It's just a that I don't even need to mention him because he's definitely gonna gonna play. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning Son and Kane were both rested in the cup game today as well. That's just finished five 0 So yeah, I mean I know they're kind of guaranteed starters anyway, but they're not injured, or you'd hope they're not injured. Yeah. Is anyone looking um, outside Son and Kane? Any Spurs players? It's tricky, isn't it? Because. I... You, you almost you want Holberg to be a good FPL asset because he's playing really well and he's a good player, but he's just not an FPL asset really because nah. uh, he's fairly reasonably priced. And then uh, defensively, I don't know. They're just they are keeping a few clean sheets here and there. But um, what about Loris? Would you consider him? Like I says, better keepers for less money, aren't there? It's the thing, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's you know the one that's gonna. It's going to happen soon. He's probably going to be whatever he's called king of the game week is Eric Dyer because he keeps picking up bonus points for interceptions and he takes free kicks. God knows why, because they all fly <laughs> in the bar. But one, one game, one of those is going to go in the top corner and he's going to get like 19 points. Yeah. Oh, why haven't I got him? But he's not cheap either. He's about 5.4 million. I feel like Tottenham defenders shouldn't be over 5 million. I'm not sure. I just, I don't know why. <laughs> I yeah, that like, just haven't been appealing for a lot many seasons, have they? Since, since I don't know, Carl Walker. Carl Walker. Yeah. yeah, and then Doherty got sent off, or he got two yellows, didn't he, against Leeds? So he's he's suspended. Yeah. Um, and he's and a liability anyway, isn't he? Is, I mean, yeah, complete liability. I guess Regulon would be a good option. He, um, I, I've noticed that Regulon when you type him into, um 
WhatsApp or uh, on your phone, it um, does auto correct to reggae man. <laughs> that's that's excellent. Yeah, a, a friend of mine keeps talking about him on on a WhatsApp and keeps referring to him as Reggae Man, and so <laughs> I like that his new name. I've, I've actually, I know I'm late to the party on this, but I've actually start. I've watched All or Nothing recently on Tottenham. Um, I know you've mentioned it a few times on here, but the bit that really tickled me is um, the team talks by the players <laughs> before the game. Harry Harry Kane, come Harry on, Kane. let's effing do this. Let's just effing let's effing win. Effing 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 win it. Effing effing, come on. It's like, oh, surely you can say something <laughs> a bit more inspiring than that. And then put, there was a, I watched one last night where um, Harry Winks got his first captaincy in a, in a cup game, I think. And, I, you know, he's like born and bred Tottenham, been there watching them since he was a kid. And just as he started it, the bell went off. So <laughs> no one could really hear what he was saying. Oh, so tinky, he, tinky winky, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it really interesting. But I like Lloris as well. He has that kind of, French, he says, hey, or yeah, at the end of every statement, which is like, we can win this, yeah, we can, hey, we are better, yeah, hey. Yeah, Maybe great, afterwards yeah. we have a drink or <laughs> some cheese, yeah? Maybe I meet your wife, we get on good, yeah? But yeah he's, he's great. The dressing room insight is brilliant. I mean, as a as a football fan of, of whatever team, the, the fly on the wall cameras in the dressing room at half-time, and, you know, pre-match and full-time are just are fascinating how it can flip and you know, the, the the one I watched was the Eric Dyer climbing into the crowd to confront the people that were confronting his brother that was great <laughs> okay next fixture in the blank game week Sheffield United versus Newcastle pretty not much to say about this I'm not looking at this at all Newcastle are a terrible FPL team they are. I mean it's Wilson or Bust really isn't it yeah. just because Sheffield United are so porous yeah uh, I mean Andy Carroll scored the other day <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. he should have scored against Arsenal in the cup as well. Yeah, he, he should quite have. Lively, but... Yeah, um, yeah. So, I guess fixture proof, Wilson. But um, yeah, Sheffield United concede or have conceded the most goals from set pieces or something. So that could be worth keeping in the back of your mind if you do want any Newcastle players. But uh, I mean, game week nineteen, they've got Arsenal away, and that's it. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I just don't see the point in in going near there. There's there's, there's better players to have. Um, Burnley United we've obviously talked a bit about United I'm not looking at Burnley at all as we've said um, and we've talked about United so uh, probably move on from that and then Wolves versus Everton it's an interesting match I think it'd be a good one for the for the neutral yeah but I'm not sure because Everton haven't been great FPL wise DCL seems to have had a bit of a kind of uh, drought at the moment, hasn't he? And then yeah. I guess James Rodriguez is a little bit back, but not fully. Richarlison, the same, same thing. Same, yeah. I mean, the only one I was looking at from that potentially was Sice, who is obviously back in the team and has scored a couple of headers in the last few weeks. It might come yeah. down to like a set piece that game. But yeah. it's really hard to call that. Yeah, Neto and Neves have, have both looked quite good in the last couple of weeks. They've scored in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I, I'm not sure... Um, I think, I guess you just could look at the the regulars there, but um, it will be a good match to watch. But I'm not sure about owning many of their players for the for the free hit week if you if you're looking at that. Uh, and then finally, City versus Brighton. I mean, that, that's we've already talked about that. I'm tripling up on City. Um, yeah, and I, I think uh, you will too, Rich. If you play your free yeah. hit, Rob, will you Absolutely. look at any any City or Brighton players? Yeah, I've already got Cancelo, and then I'd probably look to get 
hopefully get one more City player, either Stones or um, can't even, still can't remember how to say his name, Gundogan, Gundogan. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so probably two, two max, I reckon. But that's assuming I don't play free hit because, yeah, that I've already got one. But they should. I mean, it's funny. It's that Wolves Everton game is interesting because that could. They're two very similar teams, aren't they? Started pretty well, play some good football, but I just feel like they've just they just look a bit knackered, don't they? Both those teams. Mm. Mm. They've plateaued very much. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, we'll we'll look at um. So that's sort of game week eighteen. Um, two different approaches there. You can you can free hit obviously or or not as Rob's doing and and hope that most of your players play and see how it goes. I think both approaches are totally fine. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. All right, so uh, we should have a look in the mailbag and see what we've got. I had something come in via the email. Um, Jackie303 sent something in, um, which was pointing out a tweet she'd seen regarding uh, Man City's young American goalkeeper, Zach Steffen. And did you know, Zach Steffen is the first non-bald American keeper to play in the Premier League since 2002. (laughs) <laughs> he's breaking an 18 year hoodoo on the Premier League that's seen the likes of um, Brad Friedel uh, yeah. Tim Howard um, who's the other uh, guy he's played uh, for Leicester wasn't there that's Casey Keller um, yeah. who's the, uh, there's another guy he's played for Villa as well but every other American keeper has been um, follically challenged oh, is that? that's brilliant isn't it yeah, yeah, I didn't realise. 18 years. As a fact, Zach Steffen, I mean, I wonder if, if um, he might play in this it's, the city during this period. And he's it's, cheap it's as chips. Funny, it's funny you say that, you know, because I was thinking about it the other day, a confession I probably shouldn't make on the uh, on the podcast, but I still occasionally play pro evolution soccer. Um, as a little moment of meditation for like zoning out for half an hour. And I was thinking how few ball players you get on video games now. And it's probably because they all have the hair thing now, right? They've got enough money and they all do the hair transplant. And it's, you know, look at Rooney when he lost it and got it back. Straight away. Like, why wouldn't you do it? If you got the money, you got the time. And, you know, it does generally tend to look a lot. But it's, you don't get many. And Lombardo, is it Lombardo at Palace? Oh, yes. He popped up on one of my Insta feeds. And I was like, like yeah, you don't see bald football players anymore. Like, Or maybe they go for the clean skinhead, the sort of Pep style. So you don't really clock it as much. I don't know. John yeah, Joe Shelby. John yeah. Joe Shelby. He's the man. JJ, On yes. Lombardo was was that a Panini sticker thing you saw? Because I think he's, he's I think he's just turned fifty eight. Yeah, they I kind of did like a Panini thing of every club he's been at, and he's never changed. Yeah. He was basically born fifty eight and is now still fifty eight. Yeah, is you're excellent. right. You're right. Yeah, he hasn't changed at all, has he? Not but that, a that's, that's a great fact. Um, I, I had a message from our, via our Instagram from Judith1981, who said um, that Richard guest of yours on the Christmas special, sorry, it wasn't you, Rich, um, had a lovely voice. Is he handsome? So, um, well, I mean, I mean, you can probably no. answer that. He's not. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> there you go. He's, quite he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, um, but there is a photo of his ruddy face on our Instagram, which Judith1981 can study a little closer. Uh, we were a few drinks in at that point. I felt a bit ropey the next day. I don't know about you, Will. I think we mm. got 
got into the festive spirit then, didn't we? Yeah, I did, um, definitely. And and then someone else asked about our Christmas special. If he, if I, our guest Richie uh, revealed that he used a cheat one season in FPL um, yeah. to pay a monthly rate to get uh, FPL tips to help him progress in his league. And that someone has asked if he can reveal his source of what that was and how they can access it. So we'll ask Richie. We don't have the details, but we'll see if he's. Gonna... Yeah, I was intrigued by that when I listened back. I didn't realise you, you. So it's like a team surgery. You just sign up and it will send you who you should select every week. I guess so. We didn't really grill him enough about it, did we? Yeah, I, there's definitely a couple of those. Um, I, I haven't ever used them genuinely, but I, I know they exist. Um I can't remember. There's like a dugout one or something. I can't remember what they're called, but um, yeah, yeah, they're they're for they're for losers. Desperate times. Maybe we should start one and, and cash in on the anxieties of FPL players. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's a good idea. Um, we we also had a message, very January classic message. Uh, firstly, are we doing dry January? And also, what are our beer tips for dry January? So I guess the uh, the yeah. What are our, our favourite uh, non-alcoholics? So um, let's go round. Yeah, Rob, I'm, doing, I'm trying Monday to Friday. That's what I do every January. Just do Monday to Friday without a drink. Oh, I thought you meant Monday to Friday drinking all, all, all the way. Yeah, <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the wrong year for for dry January, I think, for most people. Um, but yeah. I did have Beaver Town's Laser Crush recently, which is their uh, very low. I think it's 0.3 or 0.5 percent. And that was excellent. Really, really nice. So snap okay. that up. The, the yeah. one that my favourite is the uh, Pine Trail from Big Drop, which is like uh, that. yeah. That's a. I think it's a pale ale or, or a sick. No, I forget. But yeah, it's very good. Man, Big it's, Drop are so good. They've they've they got the, great. the the best of the uh, non-alcoholic, and then the Nirvana ones are all all very good, aren't they? Um, I, I mean, I, I've been enjoying the brood. I'm not doing Dry January either. I'm I'm trying to just. Uh, my wife is expecting our first child very soon. So I am staying under the limit is what I'm doing. Um, so I'm just having the occasional beer uh, so that I can drive her to the hospital if I need to. Um, but I have enjoyed the Hazy AF from Brewdog. Um, so yeah, it's like the Hazy Jane. So it's the, the Hazy Jane is one of their um, most popular regular brews and this is the non-alcoholic version it's yeah really good very yeah, impressive very good yeah there's, there's, there's a friend of ours on instagram actually who's worth a shout out and a and a follow if anyone wants to learn more called um uk sober af um and he, he tries every pretty much alcoholic beer that exists every few days and he's worth a follow we'll, we'll post about him um yeah but now there's a lot of good choice now for my captain this week Well, we have been joined live on Rob's lap by Everly. Say hello, Everly. Hello. Go on, Rob, over to you and Everly. Yeah, do you want to tell them how old you are for one more month? Yeah, I'm seven. Seven, soon to be eight. 
Um, so Evers, I, I have to choose between Kevin De Bruyne, that's him there. There he is in his blue shirt and his serious face. <laughs> or Son Hun Min. There he is, look, peeking at you through his square-shaped fingers there, smiling, looking quite happy, <laughs> and smiley face. So which one do you think, Kevin De Bruyne or Son Hun Min? Which one do you like? Um, do you think will be best at football? Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. You like Kevin? Okay, there you have it. There's the answer. Kevin. Kevin's the choice, like Kevin the carrot. It's a strong name, isn't it? I, he's very oh. handsome, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, bye. Yeah. We get a wave. Bye bye. See you, Evers. Um, Thanks, Emily. Um, so there you go. Kevin, Kevin won. I thought Son might win that. Be honest, his his uh his images are much more fun and, and friendly. Join the fantasy football hangover FPL league using the code Q4LH9M. That's Q4LH9M. Yummy, yummy football. So ahead of us looking to double game week 19, let's have a quick look at the leagues. Rich, over to you. Right, well, in the All-Star League, there is pressure on Magnus Carlsen. Mr. Rom Tobbets of Sheet Music's cut the lead six points. Rom so it's, it's pretty testy up there. And our very own uh, Robert Clark is in third. So oh. um, that completes the top three. Uh, Kelly Summers, Will and Olivia Bazaar go hot on the hills with uh, Piers Hewitt, our friend and former guest of the show, for, drummer from Boxer Rebellion, um, was a top scorer on 75 points. So that's that's the All-Star League. And in the uh, regular Fantasy Football Hangover League, Jacques Hale is still top with 1,135 points, which wow. puts him in the top 800 in the game, which is pretty stunning. Oh. 779th, to be precise. So oh, he, he needs yeah. to do a podcast rather than us. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you are listening get in touch we need to get your words of wisdom and some advice for the listeners because that's he, amazing he, de he definitely is a listener he's been in touch before jack has so uh has he yeah well done jack you're yeah, absolutely uh, smashing it pardon my ignorance but where is he in the world um uh 779th oh no sorry um as in his country of or origin i was terrible at geography um but I, uh, yeah. Jacques. Uh, Jacques, I guess, uh, boy, he's, he, no, he's European got, probably. He's got his flag on his team. It's, it's one of the Africas, I'm sure. Um, green. <laughs> I'm trying to describe <laughs> the flag. That's not a good idea, is it? <laughs> this uh, is podcast gold, listeners. It's good, isn't it? It's just, just what everyone listens for. Probably um, turn out it's just Guernsey or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gibraltar. Um, here we oh, go. Okay. Let's have a look at Guernsey. Uh, Right, one second. I'm that's South Africa. Oh, South Africa. Fafafrica, Africa, is it? Yeah. Fafafrica, that's terrible. I don't know that, isn't it? That's how bad <laughs> I am at geography. Yeah, Jack. So Jack is over in South Africa, um, smashing it with his evolution team. Uh, yeah, very good. Very yeah, good Yeah, the, 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 top, the top scorer from that league was Fraser Duguid uh, with 83 points, which is pretty impressive, largely from Cresswell, Suchek, Son and Kane. Uh, so only yeah. half half players I could ever have, but but those those were that West Ham pair, um, Suchek and uh, Sufal are doing very well. Oh, Questwell rather, yeah, doing very well. Yeah, yeah I, I I watched the West Ham game the other day, and it turns out that 
uh yeah it's now it's salchek i think salchek is how you pronounce oh, really? it and then it was it, we used to say kufal and everyone else did but now it's sufal so they both changed the pronunciation of their names since the this season um oh they haven't but um they've obviously told sky and whoever else to get our names right but i think yeah, it's salchek salchek and Sufal. yeah I think you tweeted about Salchek's dietary um, requirements at West Ham, didn't you? He's yeah. Salad a la Salchek. Yeah, he's got this potato salad that the West Ham, the West Ham canteen <laughs> have um, finally delivered him his own potato salad. Um, and I asked, I asked what the recipe was, but no one replied. I was thinking, you know, maybe as an extension of that, there could be the Soufal souffle next week, which would be lovely. <laughs> Yeah, salad check salad. So yeah, I wonder what's goes in that, in in that. You know, you don't need to mess with potato salad, do you? That's a that's a. Yeah, salad. It, it looked quite nice actually, but I think he's Czech, isn't it? So they they yeah. they they're big into their potato salads. Um, it was uh, at least ninety percent potatoes from the picture I saw. Yeah, no, they. <laughs> Rob, you're laughing, but they are they are Czech, Czech Republic. Love. Um, yeah, they love it. Although it's not, even, I'm not even sure it's called the Czech Republic anymore, is it? I think it's called uh, something else. I'm not the person to ask. Clearly not. <laughs> it's near South Africa. That's all we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called Czechia now. It's uh, yeah, Czechia rather than yeah. Czech, Czech Republic. So um, oh, I once discovered absinthe there many years ago, before it was legal in this country. That was that's that's a story for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, absinthe, so absinthe makes the heart grow weaker. How are you feeling about uh, West Ham? Because they're a team that often burn people in the world of FPL, don't they? But game week 19, if we're looking ahead to that, the double-double from, what, six teams? And they've got Burnley and West Brom. That's got to yeah. be a good, good bet, hasn't it? That's a potential triple-up, definitely. I mean, I think Salchek is must-have for that fixture. Um, and then have him already, right? Yeah, I had that. I had the whole festive period. I left him on the bench, which was ridiculous, and he kept returning. And then I, I had him in my team last week when he scored and picked up three bonus points. So, wow. and at that price point as well, he's just there's no reason to get rid of him. Yeah. So I mean, double double game week nineteen. Um, you just said six teams, but it's it's actually eight teams have Dang. double game weeks. So. Yeah, Chelsea, Fulham, Leeds, Leicester, Liverpool, Southampton, West Brom and West Ham all have double game weeks. So it's going to be an epic game week. I mean, obviously, look, there's there's likelihood that there might be a COVID cancellation here and there. Um, So take your time on this. Yeah, I would say don't don't do your transfers straight away on Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. Do them last minute as you can. And uh, yeah, but some obviously we've sort of talked in depth about uh, about a lot of the sides. But, um, you know, I think there's some some great games there. As you say, West Ham versus Burnley and, and West Brom. 
Um, I mean, Southampton, Leicester and Leeds, nice games for them, I'd say. Yeah, Leeds have um, yeah. got Brighton and Southampton, which, you know, with Leeds, they can, they can score in most games, can't they? So, uh, yeah, Leeds will, Leeds will concede and they'll score. So, you, you know, if anyone playing against Leeds or West Brom, get, get players in because they will concede. And the, um, and the gap between games is really small. So your, um, your transfer your transfer point is valid because we're going to end game week 18 on Thursday evening with Arsenal uh, Palace. And then we have to have our team set by the following Friday at half six or the next, you know, the, the next, next Friday. Yeah. The next day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you've got 24 hours or less than 24 hours to suss it out. So That's super tight, isn't it? Set Does anyone out. think, anyone think about bringing Daniel Ings in? Cause I, I I'm, I'm tempted. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of ditching DCL for someone like Daniel Wings or Antonio. And yeah, Daniel's probably the better shout because Antonio are worried. Like, as we said, we're recording this on Sunday, they're yet to play in the cup, but he's the sort of player that could bang in four goals or could just pick up an injury and play for 20 minutes, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. For, me, for me, one of Vardy or DCL is, is going, uh, that's for sure. But I haven't decided which one. So I'm going to have my free hit and then I'm just going to basically see what I fancy there and just get rid of one of them. Um, Leicester have Southampton and Chelsea. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and Everton um, are not, uh, they're not doubled up that week. But um, uh, it's, got, it's got to be DCL, hasn't it? You can't get rid of Vardy for a double game week. That would be crazy. I know, but that's tough fixtures, Southampton and Chelsea, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah and he's been, he's sort of been like staying in people's teams by the skin of his teeth for the last few game weeks. Mm-hmm. It's only that last last minute assist last week, and he's frustrating because there's such a lot of money tied up in him. He's one of the few premium strikers yeah. left. He is still the top scorer in the league, isn't he? So I mean, it's not. It's, yeah, probably shouldn't be too harsh on him. Yeah, I guess. exactly. And so I think DCL's got to go really because they've got Wolves in uh, game week eighteen, and then Villa in game week nineteen. Um, yeah, so tough games. They're really tough. Yeah, and then I guess Leeds, we should talk about Patrick Bamford. He's, oh. uh, yeah, they've got Brighton and Southampton. I mean, I'm, I don't I don't sign Leeds players um, out of principle, so I won't be looking at that. But Rob, you've, you've brought Bamford in, haven't you? I, I ditched Fixed because I watched the Newcastle game, I don't know, four game weeks ago, and they were just dreadful. Um, and, I did, and I think he picked up a knock, and I was like, right, he's got to go. And yeah, I got Bamford in, and so, you know, I think he's returned in two of the three games I've had. I've had him uh, about eight or nine points each game. So yeah, and and the penalties thing now as well. So it's yeah, as much as it pains me because I have enjoyed watching these, but yeah, I'm not their biggest fan. But um, yeah, he's in. So I don't know. It's um, I'll, I'll probably stick with him. But are you going to play any chips for that double game week nineteen? Well, I'm actually considering bench boost because yeah. I've got a lot of double game players uh, in my side. So, you know, I, I could actually have something like, I don't know, 14 players playing twice or something. Yeah. So it's it's tempting to to play that. Um, I think I'll just, but then I'm, then basically I've got rid of all my chips. So do I want to save a chip? That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you can make some some ground up on on your mini league rivals or just climb up the rankings for a couple of weeks in the row, that's pretty positive, isn't it? It changes your whole FPL outlook. And- it does. It, it it could either be a 
disaster or it could go well. I, I, could it really be a disaster? I don't, I, know. I don't think yeah, so. The rest of the season so unpredictable. It's like, it's what so are you saving it for? But double game weeks historically, and particularly the first one in the season, everyone goes nuts and it's like, got to have all those double game week players. I'm going to capture, you know, the person. And then, and then someone gets rested after the first game or someone, you know, they, they aren't guaranteed. But when you set your team, like you say, well, if you've got players on the bench with double game week, I, I think I'll be the same. I, I've left so many points on my bench lately mm. um, that I think I'll be, I might be bench boosting if I've got, you know, three of my subs, you've got two fixtures. Um, and, it, you know, they might only pick up two points if they're a defender that concedes in both games. But it, it just looks so good before you set that team, doesn't it? Mm. Well, <laughs> I, did, I did read somewhere that the next big double game week is going to be um, when the FA Cup quarterfinals are, which I think is towards yeah. the end of February. So five, I think, is it? Yeah, yeah, but the Champions League will be back then as well. So if you That'd have got as well, all Man, the, Man City, Liverpool players, there'll be a lot more rotation. So that, the, I think it's worth playing it in this one. All the COVID games that have got to be rescheduled and there'll be more in the next few weeks. Yeah. You know, there's going to be loads. Um, I actually want, I think FPL almost needs to get up to speed with it a little bit. Like if you can't field a, a starting eleven, I think you should get like a, a free hit, you know, a bonus free hit. <laughs> um, but no, it's it, it is tempting to play it, and, and and double game. It always feels like if you don't go hard for it, you might miss out. But you can't ignore those those fixtures that could, you know, you know, like a Tottenham Sheffield United. You know, Tottenham have only got one game, but it's still yeah. Really- I, I mean, it is almost have a look. Whoever's playing. Um, West Brom or Sheffield United just load them up yeah but when you look at all those teams playing twice I mean I mean West Brom are playing twice but I don't know who you'd go for there unless you've already got one of their players you might like their keeper you might just play him for save points but even Fulham Fulham Chelsea and then Fulham Man United I mean it's difficult to see who you'd go for there that might get you any points yeah that's really tough Man United Fernandez, you know, playing twice, or Rashford, Liverpool. I mean, you can't ignore Liverpool. They haven't played great the last few games, but there, there'll be some big scorers in those games, surely, if they don't rotate too much. You know, Mane. Yeah, Klopp, Klopp doesn't like rotating unless he absolutely has to. So I think you, yeah. you're kind of in a decent, decent space with Liverpool. Leicester have got two home games as well. They are against Southampton and Chelsea, but if you're not, if you're not, Looking at Vardy, then Madison. I mean, Harvey Barnes has been playing quite well in recent rinks, and Castagna's back as well. He hasn't. I don't think he's really returned, but he was so good before he got injured. And I, mean, I've, I've, I was going to say, I've never, I've not had him yet, but I know he's served a lot of FPL managers yeah. very well this season. All right, we will be back ahead of game week twenty, which is a midweek game week, uh, all on BT Sport. I noticed actually. So um, yeah, we'll be back for that. Uh, to give you all the tips ahead of game week 20 and just uh, if you want to get in touch on the socials ask us any questions ahead of these two mad games then please do um, all the details you know where to find the details it's easy. yeah and just give us a shout and let us know how you get on in the in the blank and the double game weeks exciting times yeah good luck everyone it's going to be a lot of fun these these couple of game weeks this is a a, a good ends to the uh to january i think a good mid part of january i should say yeah absolutely it makes it a bit exciting when there's nothing else to do 
<laughs> just focus on FPL. Yeah, exactly. And don't worry if you don't do well because it's only a game. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, everyone. Yeah, good luck. See you, boys. Yes. See you, chaps. Bye. 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 Review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get corrupt.